yeah we kept hanging the whole weekend and we just he kept playing this song and i i couldn't like i didn't really realize how great this song was or how beautiful and how just like um how layered the song was um i was just kind of just awestruck about what happened and how like i kept my cool and everything and how i'm here with like my favorite artist and yeah man like just the whole weekend mac just kept playing and he was like man like we did something really special we did something really special On today's special episode of Dissect, I sit down with Australian musician Barrow Sura, the guest vocalist on Mac Miller's Hand Me Downs, a song which he also co-wrote and plays drums on. Barrow is an extremely talented artist whose 2017 self-produced project, Just Problems You Need to Know, is definitely worth your time and attention. Today, Barrow tells us his story of meeting his hero, Mac Miller, for the first time, and then recording a song with him less than 72 hours later. I don't want to spoil anything, but I think you're going to find his story pretty amazing. You can find links to Barrow's music and socials in the description of this episode. I hope you enjoy our conversation. Welcome everyone to a special episode of Dissect. I'm your host, Cole Kushna, and today I have the pleasure of being joined by Barrow Sura, who's coming to us all the way from Australia. So, man? Thanks for doing this. What's up? Well, thanks for having me, man. What's going on? No, I'm just really excited to get to talk to you. Um, as the as the only guest feature on on Max Final Project, this is definitely an honor to be talking to you. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, uh, let's get right into it. So, I guess my first question is: this like, where did this start? You know, this relationship between you and Mac, and and how this song, you know, ultimately came to be. Like, where did that? How did you guys first like link up? So we first linked up like. So I was I was listening to Mac since I was fourteen in year nine. Um, I remember when my friend put me on to Kool Aid and Frozen Pizza, mm-hmm. and ever since then I was just like, every release I'd be, I'd be on it, and I'd just be listening and you know, um, watching movies came out, and then he just became like, you know, I'd look at, um, I'd look at everything, and like I could see the nuance of that whole album and just how much it meant to me at the time it came out. It was a lot like him so much and um yeah like over the years I was I was just like just an avid like fan and listener of everything he released and um one year I saw him play when I was at um when I was like just freshly 18 I saw him play a festival out here and I was like man this shit really inspired me and like my whole life I was just like man one day I want to I want to like make music with Mac I want to like link with Mac and just like I don't know it felt it felt like he was you know really someone who understood and like I could understand and it was just this connection I felt like before I you know really like knew him personally or anything and so fast forward to um 2017 um he came out here uh for um for his uh for the listen out tour and one of my friends homies is homies with mac um he said come through to the show and i was i was going through something at the time and i was like man like i don't know if i can i don't know if i'm really in the um headspace to be there as much as i wanted to be there Mm. and he was like man like just come out just come out like you gonna come out i was like all right for sure i came i came out and i was in my pajamas basically and i rocked up and we watched him play and everything. And my homie's like, oh, come, come through and meet, meet Malcolm. And I was like, man, like I was hella nervous yeah. and shit. And so 
um he took me he took me to like the area where everyone was after the show and i just stood in the corner i sit in, sat in the corner with my homie and um and uh my friend who introduced me garrett he he was like uh he was like yo come say hello and like introduce me to mac and like we chopped it up and we spoke um and we were just having discussions in in the um in the green room where we were at and then we were like oh let's like let's keep hanging out let's go somewhere else and we went to um we went to this bar in the city like close to where he played and we just sat down and hung out like to relate and just like talk to just literally oh well my friend and matt like our mutual friend were talking i was sitting in between them just listening and i was like kind of just like damn like i'm really here right now speaking of mac and um one of my homies like one my like another homie like a close homie was like yo mac you should listen to um borrow's music and i don't know how he had one of my cds and he gave um, and I was like, he was like, my friend was looking at me the whole time. He's like, yo, I'm gonna give me a CD. I was like, don't do that. Don't do that. It's weird. He's <laughs> like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. He's like, do it yourself. And I was like, nah, 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 nah. And he's like, yo, like just out of nowhere, it was just like, yo, um, you should listen to Barrow's music and gave him the CD. And then I was like, oh shit. Like Max, like, yeah, like, hell yeah, I'm gonna listen to this later. And, um, and so was this one of your your projects like a, a release yeah, project my, okay which one yeah just problems you need to okay know. yeah um so and then like yeah we kept talking and um after that and i was like i was just like yo mac like you're playing in sydney tomorrow like it'd be sick if you let me you know open the stage um open the stage for you and he's like yeah for sure like i'm a I'm going to figure it out. And he, sp- he spoke to his tour manager, the woman that was there, and was like, oh, um, can we sort that out? She's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'll let you know. And then so, like, we all went home. Um, and the next morning he texted our mutual friend and was like, um, yo, uh, come come through to Sydney. We we got it. Um, we got on luck. Like, you could come through and perform. And then so he hit me up and I had, like, what? I had, like, 300 in my account i couldn't really afford a flat hit my dad up and i was like yo could you could you borrow me like 200 dollars it's like yeah for sure and so um i went to sydney and we played the show now after the show we watched um we watched mac play and then um after he was like he came up to me right after he played and he was like, yo, come, come down. Oh, he was like, oh, yo, do you like that show? And I was like, hell yeah. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, tell me for real. Like, did you like that <laughs> show? And I was like, nah, I loved it. I was watching from the back door. I was like, I couldn't really see the crowd, but I loved the show. Mm. It's like, sick. He's like, come down with me. And we sat down. Um, and uh, he was like, yo, uh, well, like um, that song, he, he listened to like a video that I had on my Twitter. He's like, oh, that song, the song on your Twitter that's pinned on your Twitter, that's just tight. Mm. I was like, oh, man, thank you. And he was like, what are you doing tomorrow? And I was supposed to be flying out the next day. And I was like, shit, I was supposed to be flying out. But and he was like, yeah, we're going to like come through the studio. We'll go to the studio and hang out. And I was like, all right, for sure, I'm going to figure it out. It's like, sweet. And so we hung out um, the whole night. And um, and then the next day we woke up, uh, I woke up at my Airbnb and I was meant to be checking out. So I went and checked out and I got a message from him um, saying, yo, like, come link at my hotel. We're going to go golfing. And I was like, damn, I'm about to go golfing with Mac Miller. <laughs> and so um, so we we all went golfing and like had like had a fun as they meet Q, uh, Garrett and Mac Miller and um, Mac's bodyguard. And we spent the whole day there and then we went to 
the studio uh, to make hand-me-downs. And I remember as soon as we got into there, um, I went straight into the booth and so did Mac. And I went and sat on the keys, uh, on the on the piano, on the um, the ballad piano. And uh, Mac went on the drums and we were just jamming for like 10, 15 minutes. And then he was like, all right, tight. And then he got, he stood up and then went to like the main control room. And I was like kind of sitting in the booth for a while. And he just like, he made a beat like really quick, kind of like a warm up kind of beat. Mm. And like, there was like a Rhodes in there and um, like an organ and stuff. And he just made this beat like super quick. And um, I was like, damn. And so I, I was back in there when he made the beat and I just went back into the booth just to sit down, jam on the, the drums. Cause I just started playing drums too. I wasn't really like, like I was just trying to get my groove. Mm. And I was sitting down playing the drums and Mac was listening. And I was like, yo, keep that, keep that going right there. And like kept it going. And it was kind of like the pocket was like not there. It was like kind of out of pocket, but like, he was like, no, 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 keep it going. I was like, nah, I'm not sure about it. I'm not sure yeah. about it. It's like, nah, keep it going, keep it going. And Garrett was playing um, like a little riff on the guitar um, over the drums. No, they left for a bit and I got this groove right. And we, kept we put it in and then the engineer like fixed it up and everything and garrett came back and he was just playing this riff on the guitar and um mac was like play like this like do this do this and then um and then he just put everything else like around the song like the keys and the bass and just kind of just filled it out and we're just all sitting in the we ate ramen and we're all sitting in the um in the control room kind of thing and we're just writing and um, I was sitting there writing and Mac was writing too. And he came up to me and then he was like, um, are you writing right now? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, um, what are you writing? I was like, kind of like a verse kind of thing. He's like, get get the hook, get the hook. I was mm-hmm. like, all right, for sure. And so um, I just wrote like that, that hook that I wrote was in, like initially meant for like a verse. And I was like, nah, this is kind of cool. So like I kept it as the hook and kind of made it like a hook kind of thing. Okay, so the so, so what we hear on the track now that is the hook that was what you're writing, but then you kind of adapted it to to sound into, more hooky after you requested yeah. that. Okay, got it. Yeah, kind of made it like more round, if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Instead of just like a you know, and um and Mac was like uh like we both had our verses uh our parts finished, and I remember Mac was like oh he came up to me he was like yo like what do you got come like sing it to me after he recorded his his verse, the first verse. And I was like, hella nervous, man. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it. And then and then so I started singing my part to him, but I was like hella quiet and I wasn't really hitting it at all. And I was like, yo, yo, just let me, just let me go in. I'll just go try and record it. Mm-hmm. And so um, I started recording it. And usually it takes me like a few takes to be like comfortable and like to kind of get into the pocket and like, you know, get in tune right. with everything. And um, I did my third take and Mac was like, yo, that's it. And I was like, um, no, 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 let me get it again. It's like, no, no, man, that's it. That's it. Right. That's the one. I was like, all right, for sure. And he was like, he was like, oh, um, the part, like after the chorus where I'm singing down, down, he was like, you should do this at the end of that. And I did that. Um, I was just like, kind of just like doing kind of what he told me to do. And um, and then we just added the layers and, sh- and and everything. And I just um, sat like stood up and just sat out. And then we were just listening, listening to the song over and over. Initially, we just had the first Max first verse and the chorus um, 
in that song that's what we made in sydney um and we'll just listen to it over and over and over and over and like i was like damn like i was kind of like just kind of just like awestruck by like what was happening like i was just like literally like my dream and how naturally how natural it felt kind of it wasn't like because like you kind of think as a musician if you were in the studio with your favorite artists like would you buckle or would you like you know but everything just felt so natural like i was making music with my homies Mm. or like i was making music with people i'm really comfortable with and um yeah man it just felt hella natural and it didn't feel i wasn't i was nervous but it didn't feel like that was kind of um pushing me back or anything like that it just you know it sounds like uh so all this happens as if i got this straight like everything you just described from meeting mac to going to his concert to then opening for him to then recording a song with him is that happening in like what 72 hours yeah, in one weekend. It was all one weekend. Oh and then, yeah, man. That's and then crazy. after that, we, yeah, we kept hanging the whole weekend and we just, he kept playing this song. And I, I couldn't, like, I didn't really realize what, how great this song was or how beautiful and how just, like, um, how layered the song was. Um, I was just kind of just awestruck about what happened right. and how, like, I kept my cool and everything and how I'm here with, like, my favorite yeah. artist. Um, and yeah, man, like just the whole weekend, Mac just kept playing it. And he was like, man, like we did something really special. We did something really special. Was it? And like, sorry, yeah. was it? Um, well, a couple, well, let's, let's back up a little bit. Cause I want, I do want to talk to you about the drum loop. Cause I have a question about the way that, so there's a drum loop in the beginning, the very beginning. Uh, and then there's a secondary drum track that comes in and kind of layers over it. It's like, and it seems like it's more it's recorded a little bit stronger maybe or mixed yeah. a little bit differently yeah, so 100%. so is is the one that you played because you do have a drum credit on the song is is are you playing on the intro the first one yeah okay. and john brian came through and just filled that out right. um but i'm that real like kind of choppy yeah, like yeah. um that one second at the start but in the demo it's all it's all that okay um okay. and that's what i was like kind of used to and then when i heard the final version it was like damn man it's john brian i was gonna say man like that's a he's a a legend a a living legend so to be on a track with him is incredible as well um yeah so yeah so you go from the drum beat to like a you know jamming out on it and then so i guess i i'm curious about how the the theme of the song came together because what mac is saying in the verses seems to be pairing very well with and cohesively with what you are saying in the chorus, but you you had said that he laid down the first verse before you laid down the chorus. So was there any conversations about what this song was going to be about? No, nah, not at all. Like, I feel like with music, especially like that whole day, I remember um, Max Bodyguard was talking about he was having, uh, he was having a child soon. He was expecting a, he was expecting a baby. And I feel like with music, like with conversations and stuff you're having with music, um, before you go into the studio and stuff, um, they kind of just come out subconsciously. And I wasn't really thinking about any of that. Um, with the chorus, um, there was like a couple words that Mac tweaked. Um, I remember, uh, 
the remind me part was originally provide. Mm. Um, so I said, you provide. Um, and I said things I need to stay in line. Um, but Mac, Mac was like, yo, not change that to you remind me shit. I need to stay in line. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay, what? So yeah, we didn't really think to talk about like what the song was about or anything like that. It was just literally, as I said, it was organic. We didn't plan anything out or nothing like that, man. Yeah, that's wild. I mean, so, I mean, I always see, you know, when you're hearing stories about Mac and how he was with people and especially it seems like, you know, people he just meets, there's this kind of sense of like warmth and and kind of welcoming energy that he has. It sounds like that was your experience with him as well. Am I getting that right? 100%. 100%. I was, I felt welcome the whole time and like, I didn't feel like out of place. He, he would just like, you know, he'd be talking to me. He'd be looking at me while he's talking to other people and like, even my other homies that were there, he was including everyone. And even after the show, he like told all my homies that were there, like, yo, thanks for coming to the show and everything. So it was like, yeah, I never felt awkward or nothing around him. The only thing was like, you know, I'm with, you know, my hero right now. And that that was in my head. Yeah. But he made me feel comfortable the whole time. I didn't feel like that. I felt regular. Yeah. And even just you know, meeting you for the first time, hearing your music for the first time, and then just making a song with you. I think that's really kind of beautiful and kind of maybe speaks to his mindset of like just kind of going with the natural flow. It's like, okay, here's this young musician, talented. I like his stuff. Uh, and the, like the happenstance, circumstantial kind of coincidence of it all. And just kind of like, you know, in his music, he's always talking about like letting things happen. And this the story that you're laying out seems very appropriate to that kind of mindset yeah. of just organically letting things come exist and, and create um so it's i mean it sounds like uh a, a whirlwind of a few memorable days i'm sure right yeah man for sure i remember he told me um like the best part about this shit is um meeting new connections and making new connections um which really stuck with me man is like you know, wherever, whoever, whatever level this person is at or whatever, however great they are at their craft, whether they're a great guitarist or a great singer, they can write really good songs. Like the best part is just really connecting with someone and, you know, making these special moments that last forever. Yeah. Um, that's beautiful. Um, I'm just kind of blown away by this story. It's like, uh, I'm just trying to put myself in your shoes and and just like all that happening and and as fast as it did, I just uh, it's really really cool. Um, yeah, I'm curious about like your it. your lyrics um, on the on the hook. Like where the I mean specifically the line, let's turn these jeans into hand me downs with the double. I'm 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 assuming that the double meaning of jeans with you know denim jeans and the jeans of genetics. Mm-hmm. Um, was that just something that I mean what was what was the thought process? about that or what does that line kind of represent for you man like at the time like i just wrote it it like i mean it just felt like you know when you write a rap or like you write any kind of line um but to me it means just that like it's a double um you know let's is it's exactly what it says um let's turn these let's let's you know uh continue this line like uh, the legacy or you know like i guess like right. that's that's what it really and you, it is what it 
And you said that right. might have been inspired by just the conversations about family and tr- like you know the bodyguard coming having a first child. Yeah, yeah. having having his child having uh, having a baby expecting a baby. I guess that was kind of like a subconscious thing. Right. But yeah, that's kind of just what it meant. It's like I don't know. It felt like I didn't really realize um like the layer of it like when i wrote it until like after and after i heard the whole song like with when max sent me the um like the demo of the song and how 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 it fit and everything but yeah that's just yeah did he did he record all did you see him record all the parts that we hear on the finished product just the first verse Okay. Yeah, just the first verse, and then um, when he sent me the demo, he the, he had the second verse on there, the rap verse. Okay. Yeah. So, he re- do you know where he recorded that? Um, I'm not too sure. Yeah. Maybe at his house. Um, yeah. He just like he sent it to me, maybe like um uh, three weeks or a couple weeks after after he was in Melbourne, uh, in Australia. Sorry. So did he? So you said this was in 2017. Yeah. So at that point, I mean, publicly, there wasn't really anything like this track. You know, Circles was such a departure from, you know, the Mac that we knew musically. Um, and Hand Me Downs, I would say, is is one that's right. I mean, I guess the second verse does get into more like rap territory in terms of his flow and energy. But still, even that first verse is very singer-songwriter and, and your your chorus is very melodic and, you know... Um, so I'm I'm wondering like when you're hearing Mac lay down that first verse in a way that I mean swimming wasn't even out at this time. I guess Divine Feminine showed off his kind of more melodic side, but even Hand Me Down seems very different from that that project. So I mean, were you kind of what were your thoughts of hearing that first verse being laid down? I like that's what I kind of like I know how Mac looks at music and how there's no kind of boundaries on it and everything is kind of everything in music um so it wasn't like i didn't it wasn't like oh max doing something completely different or nothing like that it was like you know max in his bag right now Mm. um and this is great and like with my with my part i was i was just trying to at the time i was trying to emulate sly stone and it didn't really come out like that Mm. um but yeah like it was like yeah, I didn't really, it wasn't something that was kind of like, you know, different or anything I didn't expect from Mac. Um, it was just like, yo, you know, it was it was what I've expect. like I've always expected Mac to come through with like a singer-songwriter um, album or something. Like I've, ex- like I've been waiting for that, you know? Right. And to go all the way, you know, and like how we did with Circles. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about, I guess, how, so you hear, you know, you, you guys record, you know, hook and verse in Australia, and then you get a, you know, the the demo version a few weeks later. Is that it for the song until you hear it ultimately on circles? Yeah. Okay. That was, that was, that was it. Um, I didn't know it was going to be on circles until like, uh, maybe a few months before they released Circles, and I still was like kind of unsure. Um, and one of my homies, who works at a, a publication out here, got invited to the um, 
the listening party um, before they released it. And he hit me after and was like, yo, bro, like, you're on the album. Wow. Oh, that's like, crazy. What? Bro, I tripped out. I was like, what? That's crazy. And it's like, man, I was like, are you, are you sure? Like, are you sure that's me? And he's like, yeah, man, you're on the album. Like, that shit was beautiful. Like, I cried and shit. I was like, man, like, yeah, that's 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 how I really found out I was on there. Um, like, we kind of, like, spoke, we were kind of, like, I kind of knew um, through, like, you know, uh, like, people that, like, Mac introduced me to and, like, his engineer and stuff. But it was, like, you know, things with music, like, things, like, you know, kind of uh, fall through and, like, don't happen and shit right. like that. So I was just, like, you know. But um, then when my friend hit me saying, like, you know, he went to the listening party, that's when I, I knew. I was, like, damn, like, that's beautiful. And I, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, to have the only feature – I'm sure that also feels kind of wild, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, like the fact that it happened, like even even if it wasn't on circles, like the fact that that exists, mm. like is like you know, like is something else to me. Um, it, it means the same thing, like you know, it's like that that song is still like you know in the universe right. and. I can listen to it and you know i have that i have that memory and um yeah man it's surreal it's something else to me bro did you guys uh stay in touch after that that session yeah man yeah we we're talking um often and like we we're we we're planning to do um an album uh of, like he was planning to release one of my albums and he was like we were trying to organize um you know for me to come out and like finish uh do do a record together who's sending beats and stuff mm. and um you know it just it never really could um happen because like conflicting schedules and stuff um but yeah we're, we're in touch and we we're talking about he he would always hit me like raving about hand-me-downs and like he told me about swimming when it came out i don't know when it came out when he um figured out the um name of swimming and like he'd send me like you know um you know like songs of swimming and stuff asking me what i thought and stuff so it was like real cool we kept in touch for sure yeah wondering i mean did you get a sense of um why maybe the relationship was so quick to kind of get established and you know i'm assuming mac had met a lot of people all the time and but it seems like you guys developed a pretty he's sending you songs and trusting you with that kind of thing like you have any sense of why maybe you guys really hit it off was there any conversations that you had that stick out that you know that kind of like bonding you guys together or anything or shared experiences i don't know man other than other than the song like bro i was pretty quiet and like kind of like starstruck that whole weekend like i mean we had a lot of fun we went golfing and like bowling and like but i don't know it felt it felt right um the whole time it didn't feel like yeah i don't like yeah i was man yeah i don't know i don't really know right but it just like we yeah yeah and it's uh i was just still blown away by that initial the initial story it's just uh especially how you're such a big fan going into it um Man, it's just wild. It's beautiful, just the way that it all happened so organically. Because 
in my mind, as I'm kind of now six months in, we're almost a year into like creating this season and, you know, you, you, you kind of get a sense of where someone's head's at when you're kind of so deeply into their music and it just seems so, you know, perfect to what he was expressing in his music and his worldview uh, to kind of, like I said earlier, just, it seems like on, especially on circles, there's this like, uh, I wouldn't call it a resignation, but maybe just like an acceptance of like a very like Zen approach to life in terms of just letting, taking things as they come, letting things develop as organically and just to hear this story and how this song comes to be and how, how organic it seemed that process is. It's just like, it's really cool to hear. It's in line with everything. Yeah, it's perfect. It's like a perfectly lived experience that he kind of espoused in his music. And like, for someone like me, that's always curious, like, does the, does the man match the music in real life, you know? And it's like, it seems like every account I read read. and hear from you, it's like exactly that. Like he was exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, um, cause I know in the, in the book of Mac, uh, by Donna Claire Chessman, I'm not sure if you've, you've read that, but there's like firsthand accounts from, you know, Mac's close collaborators and friends. Um, and Vic Weinstein had said, you know, hand me downs was a song that was specifically crafted for the circles album. I'm not sure if it was titled circles at that point, but he had said that, it was one of the few that he consciously made with this second secondary project to swimming in mind. Did you, did you guys have any conversations about, about circles? Not about circles. We had conversations. I thought, I thought swimming was circles initially. Um, okay. I, I heard about the double album okay. and Mac told me about the double album and I thought, um, you know, it was all going to be one thing. And I knew hand-me-downs was a part of that at the time. Like he told me, um, do you know, uh, like, yeah, I, he, he told me definitely how, how much he loved that song and how special that song was to him. Um, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't really know it was especially made like that's news to me. I'm yet to read, um, Donna's book. Um, but yeah, like that's crazy to hear that actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, somewhere in the process, according to the information that's in that book, um, you know, it just he had some of these songs that were more melodic singer songwriter, and there was a you know a decision made after trying to fit those kind of songs into the swimming project to to split the album. But even Hugh hearing saying that he was already conceptualizing the double album, um, yeah, seems to fall right in line with that account that he was consciously building that secondary world that was going to be apart from swimming but attached to it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, even that's that's pretty special to be, you know, you know, part of that conscious effort. Uh, be a part of that. That's mm-hmm. uh, pretty incredible. Yeah, Is there a um, man, getting? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, getting them demos and just like being a part, like a part of the process and hearing, like you know, like when I guess when he figured that um, he was gonna name his album Swimming, he's like, yo, I got the name of my album Swimming, and just like, and it's like your your songs are first, um, your song like uh, your songs on there, and also like after I release this album, you know, I want to do 
a record with you and do an album with you and put that out after we do after we do this and everything and just being a part of that whole process and kind of hearing about it and just hearing these songs like like these demos and stuff was like yeah something else man is there a line in um hand me downs you know uh one of his verses uh in either verse i mean uh that that's especially relevant or meaningful to you yeah, when I'm stuck in a rock, uh, when I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place, walking, dropping change inside your empty guitar case, that's charity. I remember when he sent me that, I was like, I quoted that and I was like, man, that shit hit, hit me somewhere else. Where like, yeah, just stuck, being stuck in a, in a place when everywhere around you is just, is, it's like dark and it's like not really, um, nowhere is better than than the other place and um you know finding finding someone you can kind of you know give your two cents to and somebody you can sort of open up to and tell them how you feel um like just how that feels and how how that um that's like the best like that's a place you can go to and that's the best place um you can sort of be at and you know like sort of finding solace and and comfort in in a human being um yeah when you're when you're stuck in like you know really hard hard times like in the outside world is so tough and just how important how important an individual can be and how important um some like you know the people you love can be and how they can you know kind of pull you away from these really tough like places um you know and sort of just like remembering that and sort of like moving moving in life with that um perspective and just like how kind of valuing people um because like you know when when the whole world is burning like you know the the people you love is like are gonna like you know like um kind of distract you from that and make you feel safe that's what that that's what that line means to me if i was to like really you know go deep which i never really have until now um and thanks for kind of like you know making me sort of think of that critically yeah, that's uh, that's beautiful. I mean, the whole song. I think you touched on at least my interpretation of the song. Where, I mean, it, the, even your story just now it reminded me of track one of Circles, which where he says, "You know, you sip your whiskey, I sip my wine, or I sip my whiskey, you sip my wine. We, we'll sit back and watch the world falling down its decline, and like just that sense of comfort where everything around you is chaos, but this." intimate shit space that we share physically and mentally and and everything allows you to kind of be at peace with that um that's that and yeah i mean that and that how that relates to hand-me-downs and you know my interpretation of the song so far before talking to you was like it seemed like you guys were both thinking of someone that elevates you that that's that you want to be your best version for um and just and just the power and, and so much of circles is this and just the, you know the power of community and connection and you know real intimacy between two human beings or more you know even more than that just this this 
kind of universal community and kind of all being here for each other. Um, he says that you know, on surf, we are all we need. And, you know, there's water in the flowers, let's grow. And like my interpretation, it's like, we are the water. We are each other. We are the water. We are what helps each other grow. Um, so that's a, that's a beautiful sentiment that you just laid out. And let's talk about kind of what you got going on musically right now. Are you working on any new projects that you've been kind of dropping some singles here and there over the past couple of years, but are you working on like a, an EP or an album? Yeah, I'm working on, um, I'm working on a record with my own, uh, Silent J who's, who's done most of the beats or all the beats and production on there. Um, and like, we've kind of just been like making a lot of different projects in the past you know, a few a couple of years and kind of just be like, nah, this ain't it, this ain't it. And now we've finally like figured it out. Um and it's basically the first one we're working on. Um and yeah, we're just, you know, I don't know final touches on there and plan to put it out really soon. Um it's called Lucy's and it's like, yeah, it 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 goes it goes everywhere. I can't really like put it on. Um I can't really say it's like specifically this or that but it's pretty free. I, I haven't really ever felt free on um, one of my own projects like that before. So yeah, that's that's what I'm working on right now. And hopefully that's out really, really soon. Um, I, I can't wait anymore for that. <laughs> nice. Well, I'm so excited to hear it. Um, where's the best place people can kind of follow you and, and follow the release? Man, Instagram or Twitter. Um, I'm not really great at like, you know, social media, but um, yeah, right. you could definitely, I'll definitely, you see it there and you'll see like, you usually, sometimes I'll post some random little things on SoundCloud. I know people don't use SoundCloud anymore, but I'll just, you know, post some random little things on SoundCloud or like Tumblr or something, little Easter eggs and shit. Um, but yeah, you could just, you, you could find that wherever. Um, but usually I'll put like, I'll, you'll see everything on my Instagram or my Twitter. So if you want to, um, if you want to follow me, like, or if you want to follow what I'm doing, that's where you can find me yeah yeah i'll drop a link in the the description of this episode too so they can just click over um well sick man i really appreciate you um sharing that story is beautiful and and sharing your insight into the song um and thanks for coming on and uh thank you for having me bro.